0: JoeVerdigan.com, this On the Record segment brought to you by Munster Service Center in Green Bay. And speaking of Green Bay, I have with me a man who has kind of made a a cottage industry of sorts. as one of the bigger name spotters in the Midwestern short track scene on pavement. Uh, He worked at racetracks as a corner worker, but he's been doing this for quite a while and... uh, he's pretty much on demand in demand i should say on the pavement circuit on super late models and late models craig Kowaleski and craig talk about how and when this all started for you where you you became one of the well-known spotters in the region well in 1981 i sat behind terry Baldry's parents at
1: kakana yep started helping them the next year radios came in about 1990. yeah and we went to winchester for my first race and that
0: didn't go so well, Yeah, and I've been doing that ever since. Wow, so so you, you were on Baldry's crew for a while initially, right? Yep, from 81 until he retired in 12, 2012. So were you Terry Baldry's spotter for him too? Starting in 1990, yep. And uh, how was Terry on the radio? Uh, pretty quiet, a man a few words? Never said a word. No? No, it was just me. Right. So after Terry Baldry, I mean, you've gone on the spot for a lot of different drivers. Uh, Talk about, from from after Terry Baldry, when did the next gig happen, and then talk about the evolution of that. Terry started driving for Dennis Chase in 2012. Okay. And then after that
1: year, Dennis put in some different drivers, and I did that. And then Casey Johnson got in the car in 2015. Right. And I've been doing him, and various
0: pro late models at the This year I got JJ Vanderhoof. So talk about what makes a good spotter. Uh, I mean, I I talk to Dave Depry a lot about radio chatter. Sometimes less is more. What's your take on that?
1: To stay calm because the driver's get agitated enough. Right. So you gotta try to keep them calm. Always look ahead. You don't look at their car all the time.
0: Right. Uh, give them some hints on which lane is going. That's oh. about it. Right. So uh this is a deal where you, you kind of got your own radio equipment pretty much right that goes from team to team correct i put frequencies in i got 16 channels and they're all full wow so you've also worked running race receiver at some racetracks in the past corner worker receiver uh and then until about five years ago and then i just decided i was getting too old getting too old to respond how old are you now in 2023 60. okay so my next question then is what what uh, what else can make a good spotter? How does somebody crack into it? Because it's it's not like there's a training course for something like this. Do a lot of guys getting into it maybe have a headset and listen to an experienced spotter to kind of pick up the cues? Talk about that a little bit.
1: There is. There's a few like at Kakana that listen to other spotters and i have
0: been doing it for a long time. Like, uh, I've had a
1: couple listen to me, and I hope that I can teach them a little bit.
0: Right. But the biggest thing is stay calm, right? Gotta have to stay calm. If you get,
1: start yelling and it
0: doesn't work out. You know when I when I worked at a lot of racetracks at race receivers, I've had some good people that are on race evers. they don't only talk when they really have to and some feel the need to be on their every lap to me I'm thinking if I'm a driver that would annoy the hell out of me having somebody blaring in my ear. What do the drivers ever say about the spotters? Do different drivers say hey I want to know this I want to know that? Do, do the drivers vary a little bit on what their needs are? Well Race was just starting when I was getting out, right. so I didn't have to deal with that too much. But I would say less is more yellow lineups, that's about it. So talk about, kind of name drop some of the drivers that you've spotted for, and I know there's a lot of them.
1: I uh, Baldry first, and I had Brad Miller in 2003. How's he? He's the coolest guy in the
0: Oh yeah. J.J. Miller's a character and uh, there's other ones. You did some NASCAR stuff too, right? Yes, I did uh, Jeremy Clements out
1: west and then road courses at Road America. I did a few of them. I like the Clements team because they were a family run and they didn't have much money and you just went and volunteered.
0: Right. So, I mean, have you set a timeline? Are you just going to keep doing this as long as you're having fun doing it? I think when Johnson and Miller retire that's when it's time for me to retire. That's when you say Johnson you mean Casey, Casey Johnson? yes. No he just came back though and had a win. Did you work for him down at Jefferson on that one? It was at the Dells. Oh and, Dells yes. Uh, and it was
1: really good run and he's gonna make sure he doesn't have any setbacks and then we'll probably go
0: again. So my next question for you have you been able to juggle this stuff with your real job no problem ever getting off of work for him or how does that all work? Yes because I don't get paid vacation so they don't care when I'm gone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and this isn't something you're getting rich doing though. It's because no. you love the sport, right? Yeah. There's some high dollar
1: teams I spotted for and you get enough for gas to come
0: home and Right. That's but all I want. It's a labor of love pretty much, oh, right? Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, it is. Um and as far as spotting go How much difference is there between spotting for a a race team versus... You didn't do the race teamers a whole lot, you said? Not much. They were
1: just coming in, when I would say, three or four years before I got
0: out of it. A lot of experience. I had Eddie Munster in uh, Pro Late Model at Kakana. He was fun to work with because he's so laid back. Any funny stories uh, about radio chatter that you can share with the public? There's got to be some good ones if you think about it. Yeah, Eddie was... Was a funniest if you want to well eddie eddie munster if you don't know all listeners a very dry sense of humor would that be a good way to put it oh yeah and he's good with the one-liners too if we have a bad day it's like see you next week you know eddie always told me when there was another driver at kakana that kind of took things a little too seriously he'll remain nameless um eddie tried pulling him aside and talking him and saying hey you got to keep this fun for yourself and the crew, otherwise you're not going to have any picker left, right? And, and that's a big problem these last couple years is getting crew. A lot right. of people are staying home because they can't get no oil. Right. And on asphalt, superlates and prolates, it, it's pretty much mandatory every track. You have to have a spotter, don't you? Yes, except up maybe lacrosse is the only one they don't run spotters there. Wow. Just a receiver. So are there any months out of the area where you don't do this? Do you do stuff in speed weeks too then down yes. in Florida? Last year we went. November December and February so I just had like a couple months off so you, you, you help anybody at Snowball this year or no I don't know what's happening this year no up, up in, in the air?
1: air yeah I'm gonna go down there
0: right hopefully some of my guys go down there so you never really go looking for work is it usually drivers that approach you
1: when I was at Snowball a couple years they were short on help and on Sunday they come and help uh, ask. Right. And it's a blast. Snowball's the best.
0: Yeah, it's on my for bucket list. Racing. I've never been there. Uh this year I'm not gonna go because during that we're going to Mexico, but that is well, on my bucket list. It. it is. Uh Craig Kowaleski, again, thanks for your time. Maybe one more question. How did you ever get into racing in the first place? Uh, being from Green Bay was to pier, the Brown County Fairgrounds ever part of it, or, or no, you're from Michigan area, yeah. right? I we grew up in Bay Settlement. Okay. Eighth
1: grade went to Michigan. Um My dad drove drove a coupe in Luxembourg in the mid-60s. Oh, wow. And that's how I got... Then we never did anything until I was 16, and then I just started going.
0: Wow. And here you are. This is crazy, huh? Yeah. Craig Kowaleski, he's got some spot to do here at State Park Speedway in Wausau. Have a good uh, call tonight, the night, and uh, remain calm on on the radio, right? Thanks, Joe.